This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Thursday, April 7th. We are so happy to have you joining us today. Thank you all for checking in as usual, whether it is on Twitter, at Mercedes in the AM, like Mike checking in with a tweet this morning, Martin, Michelle, Adriana, Sarah, uh, listening, Matt, Arthur, Minnie, all listening. Thank you for your, your tweets this morning. Or maybe you are checking in by sending us a text. We love getting those, too, at 702-364-9400. We have Rick, Diana, and Sarah. Um, Want to wish Rick a happy hatching day. LOL. It says birthday. But so happy hatching oh, day, Rick. Nice. Uh, we love you. Thank you so much for checking in. Raul is checking in. Turtle and Boople. Uh, Brian is checking in. Corey, Jan, Rudy, Jim in Michigan. Buckeye Bob is listening. Thank you guys so much for that. Happy Thursday. How you doing? Good. I, I cannot complain on my end. All All's well in my world. Growing up, my sister loved In Excess, and she had pictures of Michael Hutchinson, I believe, was the lead singer all over her wall. I think it's Michael Hutchins. Was it Hutchins? Yeah, Michael Hutchins? I, I think, well, now watch watch me be wrong. I'm not sure. Let, Hutchins. Let, let's confirm because that's the respectful thing to be. Yes, Michael. we lost him in 1997. Hutchins. Hutchins. Yes. Michael Hutchins. Yes. Posters of him everywhere. I mean, that was that was her thing. She loved NXS. For me, I was like, nah. Okay. So in your world, is is so uh, we know Sophie loves BTS. Is Brooklyn like nah, or is Brooklyn all in that world as well? She's she's like ah. Uh. She's not all in it, but she's interested in it. She's she's not a super fan. She's not army, but she's like potential army. She's I'll the, say. the reserves. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she's uh she's definitely um interested in it, and uh, so she's yeah she's up and coming. We'll see. We'll, <laughs> she's, we'll she's see where she is. She's okay. Yeah. Because those photos you had last night, uh, you and uh, and Sophie, just look. You see pure joy in your faces with your BTS experience last night. Yeah, we went to the the big pop up experience that just opened over at Area 15 and it's a an interactive fan experience that they um, you had to make reservations for a couple of weeks ago and they like immediately like sold out. It was actually free but um, the reservations like were snatched up right away. As soon as they opened we like went in there and got them and so but I'm, I'm seeing mixed messages and I don't want to give out bad information but people are um, I, I posted some photos on Twitter and it immediately like went 
went viral. People army are just keep they keep retweeting it. And people are saying some are saying that if you show up, if you don't have a reservation, they will let you in. The reservations are merely to get you in without waiting in line. So I don't want to send out any bad information. But if you're you're looking to get in, that's something to look into. Anyway, we showed up there yesterday at our reserve time and just had the greatest time. Whether you are a fan, excuse me, or not. Oh, my gosh. It was just such a fun time walking through the exhibit and the music and everyone was so happy and kind and they had food trucks and they had merchandise and the exhibit the the interactive exhibit and the just this photo ops it was just so much fun we had the best time it was it was a really cool exhibit we had a really good time yeah the photos look really sweet i didn't know what i was looking at but it looked like a lot of bts stuff going on it looked like you too and you and your daughter having a great time and i saw the instagram stuff i wasn't really on twitter so i'm looking at it holy smokes my friend yeah it it keeps like blowing up anything that i tweet with (laughs) bts it blows up it's like it's it's funny army jumps on it it's really cool you get that bts dust sprinkled on top of you right there they're so supportive yeah it's it's really cool but um yeah so it's basically they have um scenes from videos the bts videos that are in there they have um the army symbols and then just it's like room to room different different parts of videos or different um things that mean something to army so if you're if you're part of that world you know what each room means you're like oh this is from the butter video that one scene or this one is from the dynamite video when they do this part and so you know exactly what it is if you're army if you don't know it just would look cool yeah it does look really cool yeah a a cool thing i don't know what it is like matt was with us and he doesn't he doesn't know but he's like oh wow this is cool and then we'd be like oh this is that scene from the the permission to dance video and he's like oh wow nice you know he he had no idea but it was still fun there's a heart that says butter that's melting that's cool it's butter that's melting from yeah butter so yeah cartoonish pictures that's awesome it was a, a lot of fun we had a great time and so if you got uh if you're lucky enough to get reservations to that it you're going to love it. It was it was a lot of fun. Then they have big food trucks outside afterwards if you want to eat and you can hang out there and, and party and listen to music. And they had like special merchandise that's exclusive to that event that is like Vegas specific. And oh, man, it's so cool. I mean, we could have spent thousands of dollars if we really wanted to. All the stuff we're like, wow, look at that. So, yeah, it was a it was a really good day yesterday. And that doesn't even include thousands of dollars. Your tickets yet to the show, which are still we're still still working on. Right. Was no, far- I found out yesterday I'm going crazy. No, no, night one. No, uh, what's that? Night one. Yes, opening night. Yes, I oh. found out yesterday. I am going Friday night. I'm so excited. That's great. Yes, so it is definitely happening. So, uh, yeah, I cannot wait. Uh, we are just like uh, over. You know, live stream, walking up, going in, the whole thing. We need to, we need experiences with you. Well, yeah, I, it's, I've got a busy day. So first, I'll be at Silver State Schools Credit Union, the sure, okay, branch, and then right after that, I'm going to run home and I'm going to change, and then we're going to run down there. So. Yeah, it's going to be a busy day tomorrow, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Two of you, four of you, who's going? Um, well, as of we we got four tickets. So my daughter has a my youngest Brooklyn. She has a volleyball tournament, so we're trying to figure out how she can get from her volleyball tournament to get to the the show in time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, but you better win, 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 win handily, fast, do it. Are you going to go to the volleyball game?
no yeah. we're gonna miss yeah, she, she, she understood yes, she understood please. she's like matt's like i'll take her to that and then we'll meet you guys there I'm what like, if she starts done. guilting you no she Mom, didn't she understood volleyball game no she's like she was so excited she's like that's awesome she's like yeah after, we'll go afterwards like she was so excited for us so yeah it's it's gonna be a lot of fun you're in that's awesome yeah, that's great news so, lots of stuff coming up this morning can't wait to get to all of it it is thursday almost to the weekend and let's kick things off with the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Hero by Enrique Iglesias? I can be your hero, baby. I can kiss away the pain. Do you want to hear Another Night by Real McCoy? Do you want to hear Jumper by Third Eye Blind? Those are your choices. All you got to do to get your vote in is you can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're counting your votes now and revealing the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Kanye West pulled out of Coachella. Talked about that yesterday. And the organizers found not one, but two replacements for Kanye's headlining slot, Swedish House Mafia. In the weekend, well, apparently the organizers weren't intending on spending the same amount of money. Sources say that Kanye was supposed to earn $8 million plus a $500,000 production fee. But they only offered the weekend a few million dollars. He came in last minute from for you you better be offering him a little bit more money well the weekend found out about this and threatened to drop out of the show himself but he's back in all as well so it sounds like he's getting the the money he deserves coachella kicks off a week from friday there's no word exactly how kanye's space is being divided do they share a stage they each get shorter set times they get their own stage but uh we'll find out when coachella kicks off next week interesting what do you think of this kendall swedish house mafia was already on there i thought i thought so too yeah so they, they were already a part of it so maybe they're going to collaborate and do something together because they're on one of his songs his new song i believe yeah. well, he's on their new song they worked together recently so yeah. Yeah, maybe they're coming back for a second night for the guy we'll maybe. see what do you think of this kendall jenner has reacted to the headliner change at coachella is she a super fan or is this a shot at kanye kendall posted the praying hands emoji under the weekend's instagram post of the updated festival lineup oh well yeah she maybe a little bit of both <laughs> <laughs> i could see i could see how she's a little upset with kanye with everything he's done yeah. to her family. The Masked Singer. We're going to talk about The Masked Singer last night. If you don't want to know who was uh, unmasked, turn down your radio for a second here. But it was the three-headed Hydra that was unmasked. I'll start with the clues from last night. Here we go. When you have been bad boys as long as us. You want flavor that lasts just as long. The shark makes me think of Jaws or Sharknado. Miami. You know, I'm getting a Will Smith vibe. With your baddest buds by your side, you could do anything you put your mind to ask your amigo with the heart and short okay here is the singing from last night and toughly when i step out i'm gonna do you in they come running just as fast as they can because everybody 
crazy about a topless man. Oh my. Definitely not a singer, right? Not singers, no. Oh, it's more than one person? Yes. Oh. I'll give you that. Is it two people? Or it's three people. You said three-headed Hydra? The Hydra has three heads on stage dancing around. So is it three people? Uh, we didn't know that. We just knew there was multiple people. Oh, gosh. I, I would say it was two people. The third oh, head was, was to people. throw us for a loop. It was two people. That was unmasked last night. Uh, Like a duo? Yeah. Um... Penn and Teller? Yes. Oh, seriously? Yeah, Penn and Teller last oh night. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they were, wow. And, and they were both singing, too. Uh, Penn was singing. Teller was singing as well. It was Penn Teller and Teller. Teller was singing? Yes. Teller was one of the singers. Wow. It's funny. I was at the gym last night, and I saw Penn and Teller's manager. His name is Glenn. Super sweet guy. And I see him. He's walking across the gym. And I, and I see him, and I'm walking up past him, and I put my, my fist out for, like, you know, fist bump. Like, hey, how's it going kind of thing? Hey, I, we're both working <laughs> out. Give me some. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's Mer- up? Mercedes, I saw him. I was like this. So, like, 10 feet out. I, I'm like, here comes, you know, yeah, 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 hanging out there. He sees me and he does this. He just waves with his opposite, like just waves and, and leaves me hanging on the fist bump. Oh, you I'm nerd. like, oh man, <laughs> I was just left hanging on the fist bump. I got a nonchalant wave. So I, I go into the restroom and then I come out and, and Glenn is waiting outside the restroom and he goes, I am so sorry. I don't have my glasses in. I, ra- I raised the wrong hand. I meant to fist bump you. I'm like, no, no, it's cool, man. <laughs> That's it's totally funny. Cool. And then we started talking about this and, and the mass Singer and he's like, don't tell anyone, but the guys are on it. They got a mask tonight. And he said, yeah, Teller did a lot of the singing because they wanted to throw people off because Penn's Smart. voice is so recognizable. Yeah. Teller did a majority of the singing. Oh, that's cool. Good for them. How fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, Vegas representation on the mask Singer. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Here is Maroon 5. It's Mix 94.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number... 1604. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us on this Thursday, April the 7th. It is so good to have you guys here. How you doing this morning? I'm good. Uh, all's well on my end. It was a nice Wednesday afternoon for me. We have uh, Laura's girlfriend is going to be staying with us Friday night. I've been talking about it this week, so finished up getting the house organized. So we're, we're pretty much ready for her arrival tomorrow morning. Got a haircut yesterday. Saw my bias. Larry went down and got a haircut. Got some errands done. It was, it was, a, it was a fulfilling day for me yesterday. I got, I got a lot accomplished yesterday. Nice, nice. I'm. Uh, I'm. Did you? Did anything change in your studio? Did uh, you get new stuff put up? Yeah, the, the the cameras we talked about. They've been working on. So they actually moved it. So it's now. I love it. It's right in front of me. It's, okay. Uh, they got a light in here, and then they changed the lights over my head as well. Okay. Um. And, I, and normally I have them pointing away. Now they're like pointing at me. I'm not going to change them because I figure they have them that way for a reason. Okay. And then um, some boards and stuff have been removed underneath the console. They're working on something down there. Okay. Because my stuff changed too. Like they, they moved the cameras in here too. They plugged in my my personal light that um, I brought in. They, there's a different light. I think they changed the settings here. And then they moved my, my screen that um, shows kind of what's going on uh-huh. here that I share. And um, I'm, I'm playing with it here i i share a screen with with steph where we can see what you're doing jc mm-hmm. and then i can actually jump on and do my own thing and so i was kind of playing with the one where i can do my own thing and look at things so i want to see if i can i'm just gonna i i, I just want to try to hit something and see if it works okay? yeah absolutely sure okay so tell you can stop it if i if, Hold on, let me pull up all the uh, things on the board here okay so if i if i hit something tell me Tell me. Uh, okay, it's not playing. Okay. So nothing's playing. 
interesting. All right. Uh, let me let me try something else. Let me try something else. Um, oh, man, I don't want to take your. OK, this is you talked about this in the daily. OK, output channel is not configured. OK, so I can see what's what's playing. Let me try. I see, OK, now I see you moving the mouse around. Now, OK, yeah. now I'm on. This is the one we share. I was on the one that we don't share that. I just can see what's what's playing, but I can't do anything. So if I played, we played this in the daily. Dirt. Okay, okay, okay. So I, I do, I, I can control things on this one, but not on the other one. Okay. I just wanted to see, because they kind of, I don't want to say mess things up. They change things. So I just wanted to see what was going on. Because it'd be cool if, like, I'm telling a story about getting bonked on the head, and you pull up a bonked on the head sound effect, and drop, is that what you're looking like, play audio with me not expecting it? Yeah, let me try that. Uh, bonked. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we have bonked on the head sound effect. Bonked. No. Oh. oh, she misspelled bonked. Oh, do I have bonked? Let's see. Oh, cartoon fall. A lot of stuff's under cartoon. Oh, I just saw bonk. I, I, I was, okay. Let's see. Okay, so, oh my gosh, last night I fell down, I banged my head. Uh -oh. oh, you have to sign, you have to sign it. So you have to click on it. Uh-huh. Uh, then go down and see the hotkey button. Oh, dear yeah. Lord. Yeah, there's, it's, there's multiple steps. Yeah, hotkey. And then edit. <laughs> oh, top there. Yeah. Yeah, forget not, it. Forget but that's it. Forget my, it. My, my bonk story's over. Here, it's over. It's well, over. Let's just keep things as, it, <laughs> as they should, were. But there should be, actually, let me go back to this. I, I, let me take the mouse for a second. Go uh, back to library. Okay. Steph, actually, I meant to bring this up. This is not working anymore. So uh, we have the bonk sound effect. If you would click preview, uh -huh. let's see if they fix it. You'd be able to preview it right here. Uh-huh. And it should play on the air, but that does not play on the air anymore. So that would be the quick fix, Mercedes. So inside right here. But you have your sound effect. You would click the preview button. And normally, when you click preview, we would hear it. But we don't hear it anymore, Steph. So they, uh, they have to connect that. So that's a faster way for you to play that bonk sound effect. Well, you know, okay. I really wanted to hear that bonk sound effect. Bonk. <laughs> bonk. Let me, uh, let's get in case everyone wanted it. Hold on one second. Then, uh, bonk. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> it took a long way to get there. I don't know if the payoff was worth it. A lot of inside stuff going on. But what the, the bottom line is, is they're trying to make things really cool so we can, at, in the end, live stream our show. Yeah. So you can see what's going on during the music, just during everything. So they're setting things up. Our engineers are working really hard to get that done. And so... That's what that that's what all this inside stuff is all about. But um, yeah, I was just trying to see what I could actually do and what I can't do. But uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll go over the library and throw this in there. We can go over that. Well, stuff yeah, later. we should make a little list of a little punch list of stuff like our wish list in the studio because technically you should have your own little. I, I still have to turn. Even if you had that bonk sound effect ready to go, I would have to make sure the certain thing is turned on on my board. Uh huh. So we should make it where like you have your own separate thing to turn on and just play stuff, play sound effect when you want to. Just play the bonk whenever <laughs> I want. I want to bonk you. You're just in the middle of a conversation. Donk. I just want to throw, start throwing out sound effects, you know? It adds to it. Yeah. It adds to it. This morning, those tickets for you to go see the Eagles. We have them 8 o'clock hour, 825 to be exact. And up next, we got What's Trending. What do you got for us? All right. We are going to talk about Ed Sheeran. He is off the hook, bonk. The Academy is coming for Will Smith. <laughs> Thank you. And your Cracker Jacks have a new Partner. That's coming up next in What's Trending. 
Mercedes in the Mornings, What's Trending Woo! on Mix 94.1. All right. It looks like Ed Sheeran is trending this morning. So he is officially in the clear, winning his copyright case over alleged plagiarism of his hit song, Shape of You. So yesterday, a verdict was ruled in favor of Sheeran, co-writer Johnny McDade, and producer Steve McCutcheon. In the ruling, the justice declared that he neither deliberately nor subconsciously copied a phrase from Sammy Switch's song, Oh Why, when writing Shape of You. Now, after the ruling, Ed spoke out on Instagram, and here's what he had to say. Whilst we're obviously happy with the result, I feel like claims like this are way too common now and have become a culture where a claim is made with the idea that a settlement will be cheaper than taking it to court, even if there's no base for the claim. It's really damaging to the songwriting industry. He also thanked fans for his for their support, and uh, sounds like he's just happy to move on past this. But uh, victory for Ed Sheeran yesterday. Yeah, I, and I kind of heard it in the song, but it's, it's so true. So many people pick up on these little things, and you've said it before. I mean, there's only so many sounds in songs. There's going to be, you know... There's going to be re- repetitive themes, I guess, throughout songs. Yeah, there's just there's so much you can do with all the sounds in, in the world. And sometimes things are going to repeat. And it doesn't mean that you stole or copied anything. It just it, it's going to sound similar. Things sound similar. And I think you brought up a great point. I think people get into this just thinking that Ed Sheeran's going to be like, you know what? It's not worth going to trial and stuff. How, how much of a payout do they want? A couple yeah. hundred thousand? Here you go. Write the check. Everything is done. He's like, no, 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 no. We're going to go to court. You're not getting any money out of me. And he wins it. So good for him for doing it. Yeah, uh, I, I think that is really good. Um, unfortunately, it probably cost him money to, to defend yeah. himself, but at, at the end of the day, they found that he was being truthful in his claim, so good for him. Also trending this morning is the Academy. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences is speeding up the process that will determine repercussions to Will Smith's behavior at the Oscars this year. Now, the Academy's Board of Governors will now meet tomorrow instead of April 18th to discuss possible sanctions for Smith. The meeting was bumped up given that Smith had already formally resigned from the Academy, meaning that suspension or expulsion are no longer a possibility. So now what do they do? They're looking to handle the matter in a timely fashion, and they stated that members should act in a manner consistent with the good reputation of the Academy. Do you think the Academy will look at themselves too? Because there's conflicting stories of what happened afterwards. He was told to leave. He was not told to leave. Chris Rock said "Don't you know, he can stay. Like, Why didn't they take swifter action? And then they, they had to know that he was going to win later on in the evening because the, the, someone had to know who the winner is. So why didn't they, did they let him stay because he was going to win and want him to give a speech? Like Why wasn't action taken behind the scenes faster? I wonder if they did know or do, you know how they always say, like, the only people that know are the accounting firm of Price Waterhouse. Oh, yeah. so, so maybe they did not know that they won and they were just really hoping that he didn't <laughs> win. And they're like, oh, no, because um, it wouldn't have been fair to pull the if they did know they should have said we're not going to broadcast the best actor award tonight we'll let you know that the this was the winner and then or or something like that but let's say on the off chance one of the other guys won that would have been so unfair to not give them that opportunity you know what i mean oh yeah but my, my, i guess well, my question is why didn't they why didn't they go out like what is the answer did they ask them to leave or not because there's there's conflicting stories so they go up and say hey listen you can't walk on the stage and slap a guy willie gotta go buddy sorry not trying to defend them in any way but i really think that it was just such an unprecedented action that everyone was in shock and no one knew what to mm-hmm. do. Again, not defending it. He should have been kicked out. But yeah, it was just such a weird situation. But what's going to be interesting now is to see what kind of 
repercussions come from this because they can't suspend him or expel him because he already he, he already withdrew. So now what do you do? Do you just leave it at that? And yeah, then, what's, then what's it the seems like yeah. there's no action being taken mm-hmm. against him because he it's kind of like when it's like you're fired. No, you can't fire me. I quit. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. Now what do we do? <laughs> so we'll see. And then finally, this morning, Cracker Cracker Jill is trending this morning. Frito-Lay is introducing a new face to its famous Cracker Jack line. Bags of Cracker Jill will be available at baseball parks across the country starting this week to coincide with opening day, which is today. Frito-Lay says the addition of Cracker Jill is to celebrate women in sports and also announce a $200,000 donation to the Women's Sports Foundation. It's not a limited edition either. The snack is going to be a permanent member of the Frito-Lay roster. It's really cool. There are five different representations of women on the special edition bags created by artist and model Monica Ahanu. Um, so to mark a Cracker Jill's introduction, singer Normani, she recorded an updated version of Take Me out to the ball game so it's it's kind of cute want to hear it yeah okay here it is take me out to the ball game take me out to the crowd buy me some peanuts and cracker chill no one can stop you if you have the will so let's root 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 for a girl's dream we're adding our face to the girls in it too so there you go that's what's trending mix 94.1 as you put it yesterday one more sleep until (laughs) they are performing at allegiance stadium the first of four shows here in town it is 6 33 on thursday gosh what day is it i am losing track these these days are just kind of like (laughs) melting together i'm so confused spring break right right around the corner next week for clark county students and a lot of people taking off i I thought this was very interesting kind of timely maybe if you're you're traveling out and about people with street smart Put put out this list of their best street tip. Street tips? Yes, street tips. Hey, I I got some street tips for you. You want some tips? I got some street tips. I got some tips. I feel like they're opening their jackets and showing you street tips. (laughs) What are they? Give us some. Uh, If you feel like you're in an unsafe area, keep your head up. Look angry and look like you know where you're going even when you don't. You're much more likely to be a target if you're looking around or showing signs that you're lost. Yes. Oh, you always have to look like you know exactly where you're going. I, I remember our first trip to New York City. Um, my husband had never been before. I was like, whatever you do, do not look up at the buildings because it's so tempting mm-hmm. to just like look up at all the skyscrapers. I'm like, you will become a prime target for pickpockets. They'll think they'll know you're a tourist. I'm like, just look straight ahead and walk point A to point B. Just I'm like, just follow me. Act like you know where you're going. People will leave you alone. And he he did. And it's like, it's perfect. If you stop and look up and st- then it's like, you're done. You you put you might as well just put a target on your back. Next thing you know, bonk and you bonk. wake you wake up it's Christmas time. Like, what just happened? <laughs> Never count your cash in public, even if it's singles. 
Oh, gosh, yeah. That, why advertise? Luckily, I never carry cash, so I never <laughs> have that me. problem. Look at me. I got nothing in my I wallet. I have zero cash on me at all times. <laughs> in crowded areas, carry bags, purses, and packages in front of you rather than behind you. Yeah, it's just too easy to slip something. I also enjoy the crossbody bag. Much harder to slip off mm-hmm. and, and stuff. It's just right there and it's kind of anchored towards you. Unless someone has a pair of scissors. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two-man it's job. Gone. One guy cuts it, the other guy catches it and they run off. It was at, at a music festival and a, a girl we knew, foolish, she had a backpack just kind of walking around oh, doing her thing man. in a crowd of people and next thing you know, you know, she leaves one festival area, she comes out and she's like, oh my gosh, everything was taken from my backpack. That's just a target right there for people to pickpocket She you. had no idea. While, while you go through these, what's your best piece piece of street smarts advice or maybe one of those things where it's like learn from my mistake what would you want people to learn from 702-364-9400 there's one i want to share with you after you go through this from my friend who is a cop that was like if there is one thing i want you to teach your daughters to never ever do and i i immediately went home and told them this thing Ooh. so I'm, i'll tell you what that is in a second okay let me come more than oh my gosh okay. i want to hear that one yeah i thought this was interesting if someone is blatantly violating social norms such as blasting music on the subway or taking a phone call in a movie theater keep in mind that if they're willing to violate one social norm they're probably willing to violate others including violence oh wow i mean you don't want to you don't want to paint with a broad stroke here and say, oh, you're listening to loud music. That means that you'll you know, commit a crime, but you don't want to take your chances, maybe, is what yeah, they're saying. Yeah, to be more cautious. Go, yeah. hey, dude, turn that music down versus like, hey. <laughs> they might come punch you in the face. Yeah. Uh, this happened to a friend of mine. Confirm the license plate and make sure you're getting in your proper Uber or Lyft. There's a new feature on Uber where you can give a PIN number and they, it gives you a PIN and then the, the driver mm-hmm. has to tell you the PIN number That's before great. you get in. Yeah, That happened to a friend of mine. This was I, I feel like Uber and Lyft has gotten much safer over the years. This was probably three years ago. She was downtown partying. She was wasted. Called an Uber. Car rolls up. She thinks it's her Uber. She gets in the back and it was scary. The guy was trying <gasps> to do stuff to her. No. It was bad news. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's she, terrifying. She lives in Summerlin. She didn't realize until they were like heading out towards like Boulder City. She's like, wait, where are we this is not and then the guy stopped to gas up and she jumped out of that car went inside of the gas station and they called the cops it was a whole thing oh uh, i'm so sorry that is terrible yeah was, and if you're drunk you got to be aware of your surroundings oh. too uh give us yours i'm, I'm dying to hear yours okay now, the one you so got from the cop. a friend of mine um is works and actually works closely in the narcotics department and said if there's one thing i want you to teach your daughters and and anyone you know that has children it is to never ever ever take a pill that it was given to them by anyone not a friend not a, a teacher it, it, it not anyone not saying anything bad about them but things nowadays are laced with fentanyl and if you don't know where that pill came from do not take it if you have a headache and you ask someone oh can you give me a a tylenol don't take it from someone go to the circle k and buy buy a tylenol from there do not take a pill unless it came from you your package your family not not even a friend like and it's not saying anything negative about them but you don't know where they got it from they could have got it from somewhere else do not there there is such a prevalence of fentanyl right now out there that they were telling us that they see it all 
the time. Like, it's so scary right now. So teach your kids not to take, even if it's just an aspirin, do not take it. Get your own from your own bottle at home or from like a 7-Eleven or a Circle K or something. It's so bad out there. They're, they're, they're sending out these warnings. That's how bad it is out there right now. I mean, straight from yeah. the cop. Like, he was like, you do not know how bad it is right now. We we deal with this every single day. It's scary. So I, I, I literally sent my kids a text right after that. I'm like, never take a Tylenol from anyone. And they're like, what? <laughs> and so when I got home, I explained it to them. I'm like, please do not ever do that. That's but great advice. Yeah, yeah, it's really scary. What about this one? Uh, when you stop your car, always make sure you have enough room in front of you for an escape route. It's impossible sometimes, but do the best you can. I've been in the situations where someone, there's like a road rage, and someone, yeah, they're behind me, and I, I feel like they're angry when we come up at a red light. I make sure I stop where there's enough room that for some reason they jump out of the car. I can pull around the car in front of me and keep going or do something. Smart. That's really smart. Uh, this text just came in. It says, don't think cameras mean you're safe. All the cameras are going to do is catch the crime, not the criminal. So always be aware. Yes, absolutely. Like they help, mm-hmm. but it doesn't it doesn't make sure that they're going to be caught. You just have it on video now. So that's that's a that's a helpful tool, but still. It's, yeah, it's great advice. I saved the last one here. I think it's the most important. These are street smarts, some tips from people that have street smarts. Always check the toilet paper roll before using a public restroom. Oh, man. Can I tell you how many times I did not do that? Oh, sister. It's like toilet seat cover you're going to have to do. <laughs> Thankfully, there was one of those. It works oh, in a man. pinch. It yeah. works in a pinch. A little rough, but gets the job done. Yep. <laughs> we have the hot three coming up next. What do you got for well, us? Well, it is opening day in baseball, and 46% of fans say they root for the Major League Baseball team based on this. We'll tell you what it is coming up. Also, you could be uh, wasting your body wash. Uh, medical authorities say you only need to wash these three body parts. We'll tell you what they are. And Google, they released a throwback Thursday stat about things that we were Googling when the pandemic first hit. Do you think you can guess some of these? We'll talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Okay. Sorry. I was just, oh, I'm so distracted in here. Uh-oh. Well, no, not, nothing bad. Just like I, they move things around. Uh-huh. And so I'm trying to figure out where my stuff is. And it's a good thing. We're Pretty soon we'll be able to live stream the entire show and you can see everything that's going on. But right now I'm like, wait, where's my stuff? Where? And then, oh, there it is. Okay. Um. So here's what's going on this morning. It's opening day for Major League Baseball in a new poll. Sports fans were asked what influence their support for their favorite MLB team and 46% said the biggest factor was where they grew up. Family is the second biggest factor followed by where they currently live. Now one in five fans say they're influenced by who their friends root for. A little less than that say they root for the teams of their favorite players. 
and 8% of people admit they just root for the teams with the best records. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Baseball is known as America's pastime, but in this poll, only 36% of people agreed. 41% of people said football is America's favorite pastime. 9% said it's basketball. 3% said golf. And another 3% said soccer. I'm a very passive baseball fan, but when it comes to rooting for baseball, I do root for the home team for me, the team I grew up with, which would be the Philadelphia Phillies. Growing up, we went to a bunch of games and everything, and the 93 Phillies was there when they won to advance the World Series. So it's, it's the Phillies for me, but I can't tell you the last time I sat down and watched a Phillies game. But you're New York Yankees. How and You didn't grow up in New York. How did that affiliation come together? Yeah, everybody asked me that all the time. Did not grow up in New York, but um, the Colorado Rockies, uh, they did not, they they weren't established as a, te- as a team until the mid-90s, I believe. Uh, Colorado Rockies. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Remember that, yeah. Um, so at that point, you know, I was a, I was a kid. They, they were established in 1991 and so I was uh, I was a kid and we didn't have a baseball team and so I was always you know in the 80s I was looking for a team I'm like what team do I want to root for and they always aired baseball games for three teams in Colorado the LA Dodgers the Chicago Cubs and the New York Yankees well I I don't know why I just gravitated towards the Yankees. They, they were the ones that I saw the most often. Actually, I saw the Cubs most often. They were always on that WGN. WGN, yep. Oh, huh? like, I was like sick of watching them. And they always lost anyway. So actually, no, I think they, they had a decent streak. Ryan Sandberg played for them, right? He did, yeah. Yeah, so I do remember him. But anyway, um, so I just kind of gravitated towards the Yankees. And then I followed them. And then when the Colorado Rockies came along, I was already established as Yankees. And so... I didn't really jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> that was that. Everyone's like, why are you a Yankees fan living in Colorado? I'm like, just go with it. It's Leave just, me alone. Well, it makes perfect sense. You, yeah. Those are the teams that you that were in front of you growing up. Yeah, the, that WGN station. We had them on in Philly, too. We always get the Cubs games. Oh, really? Sometimes the Phillies would be blacked out <laughs> if the games weren't a sellout. So like, oh, okay, the Cubs are on. Let's see what they're doing right now. <laughs> yeah, it's just it, it, that was the way I did it. And so that, that wasn't an option on this survey. <laughs> the only team that was available on television <laughs> was not an option. So Outside that's what of, I would say. I think that was the case here in Las Vegas. <laughs> People that uh, grew up here in Vegas, they got, uh, I think they got Dodgers games. Yeah. And then WGN, too. You know, Automatically got the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, the, and, and they were they, they were always a fun team to watch. The, there's a loyalty there with Cubs. Well, there's a loyalty with a lot of baseball teams. I really don't know anyone that s- does what it says here, where they just go with a team with the best record. Do you know anyone who does that? <laughs> like this year, my favorite team is the Houston Astros. Next year, it's going to be the Phillies. You know who's winning who this really year? Does that? Come on now. Also, two sports stuff. Tiger Woods today. I know. I've been watching them with Matt. They keep doing oh, live shots. Did, has he started? Has he, um, has he I keep, off? I, they they just started uh they started play i haven't seen anything with him but everything has started so oh my i just gosh. keep watching to see what like, an incredible story I for that know, guy so crazy um also this morning you could be wasting your body wash according to medical authorities you really only need to wash three parts of your body with soap you want to take a guess what they are? Well, the way you're just looking at me was so weird. I drew the, I drew the letter. You were looking at me, and your, your head is tilted to the side, and you had the biggest smile on your face. I was like, oh. I, think, I, don't, I didn't see this story, but I think I, think I have the answer. Okay, it's, go it's ahead. It's your T-zone. So take your body and draw a T. So you, you draw the line on top of your chest. It would be your, your chest, ladies, your breast, your underarms. You clear that area. And then a line down the center. So you want to clear, you want to wash down below and the undercarriage as well. So you're drawing a T. It's known as the T-zone. You only have one area correct. What? 
You only have one area, correct? The groin area. You got to clean the that. groin. Yeah. The groin is is one of the areas. Your armpits. That's part of the T. Well, you only said like your nipples. So no, no, the T goes across. You said, ladies, your breasts. Yes, make sure okay, you clean them. Okay, so armpits are what? Yeah. You don't have to do your chest. Your chest is it's fine. Okay. So armpits. Yep. Groin. Yeah. Feet. Who washes their feet? I wash my feet. You don't wash your feet? Nope. They, they be... sit in your dirty shoes all yes, day they do. and it's sweat. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. You have to wash your feet. <laughs> I never wash my feet. <laughs> <laughs> the soapy water in the shower cleanses them enough. No, I... that, that cleanses your legs. But it, uh, if you don't wash your feet, all the dirt... It just kind of puddles up at the bottom. So, like, the soap comes down and it, it washes off all the dirt and stuff on your legs, but then it all settles down at the bottom and your feet stand in it. So, you have to wash your feet. Never. You take a oh. loop or two. Anyone out there like me, you just don't. I, I, I get, I'm sure a lot of people agree. Well, I don't know, but maybe I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> Still stand there in the shower and scrub the bottom of your feet? At the very end, yeah. That's the last thing. Yeah, that's the last thing. But you got to be careful. It's slippery. It's very slippery. You have good balance. You put your shoes on with one foot. (laughs) They say that, yeah, well, I I tried. Sometimes I don't succeed. I have to (laughs) lean up against the wall, but I do my best. They say the rest of you, a simple rinse with water is all that you need. It's just armpits, groin, and feet. Steph, do you wash your feet? Or do you, are are you like JC? You just let it kind of slide. I used to be like JC, but then I... Maybe a couple years ago, maybe during the pandemic, scrub, 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 especially the heel part with all the cow stuff. Yeah, and I walk, I walk barefoot a lot. I, like I'll even go outside barefoot. Same here. Even worse, JC. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, you're standing in. First off, the water itself cleanses your feet, and then secondly, all the shampoo, the soaps, everything else that comes off your body. You're standing in in clean water, so they get clean. What about in between your toes? The water. Wait, how much gunk do you have in between your toes? You don't have much gunk, but you there's a lot of bacteria you can't see. That's gross, JC. It's, it's, no one's sucking on my toes. Help! Laura ain't sucking on your toes. She's not sucking on my toes. Okay. I bet your doggies are. No. Do you, do you let your dogs lick your feet? No, they never oh, have. Okay, never they lick mind. my face. They'll lick one thing, they lick my face. I, like oh, to lick I used my to face. love when my dogs would be like, start, they're licking. I'm like, oh, keep going. Oh, keep going. Did you lick your toes? <laughs> oh, that was the best. Did you, do you ever let Momo lick your toes, Steph? He only sniffs my toes. He doesn't, oh. he doesn't lick. No. Oh, okay, sorry. I shouldn't have said that out loud. Okay, fine. Because your feet were so clean. That's why. <laughs> I have like, dirty feet. Jackson's like, I'm not licking those things. <laughs> All right. Finally, this morning, Throwback Thursday is usually about fun stuff. Not revisiting all the collective trauma that we have endured, but here you go. Google Trends looked at the top things we were Googling in March and April of 2020 when the pandemic first hit. And here are some highlights. The top shortages that we were Googling include, actually, I'll let you guys try to guess. What were the top shortages we were Googling? Oh, toilet paper. Toilet paper. What else? Uh, um, the paper towels. All paper products. No, Mask. You got toilet paper. Uh, meat. Hand sanitizer. And Nintendo Switch were the top, <laughs> the top shortages we were looking at. Okay, what were the top should I searches? Should I uh, um, should I take my clothes off before coming in the house? No. Should I buy stocks now? Should I wear a mask? 
and should I get tested for coronavirus? Were their top should I mm. searches? The top is it safe searches were mostly about canceled spring break plans. Um, is it safe to fly? Is it safe to travel to Florida? Is it safe to travel to Mexico? Is it safe to go to the grocery store? And is it safe to order takeout? Were the top ones searches that hit an all time high that March include shelter in place, social distancing, pandemic lockdown, rubbing alcohol and toilet paper, and then searches that hit an all-time high in April include binge-watching, jigsaw puzzle. It's so funny how March and April totally <laughs> change. Stimulus check, furlough, good news, and this last one might be the best. Searches for what day is it hit an all-time high. We were so <laughs> confused. And then finally, a few searches that hit 10-year lows were party, happy hour, movie theater and traffic oh hopefully those are back now at the top <laughs> well not traffic yeah, not traffic <laughs> no, happy hour movies I, i'm okay with that yeah coming up here in the dirt when the weekend visits las vegas it's good for the economy i'll explain right around 7 15 mix 94.1 it is 703 thursday is there a book that traumatized you as a child or maybe it was a book that you will just never forget because as a kid you just you loved it so much yesterday it was so funny because um, my daughter she she I hear her stomping downstairs I'm downstairs at the table doing something and I hear boom 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 like she's walking down the stairs and she walks right up to me she goes you never told me that and then she told me the ending of a book that she is reading in her class. She's like, you never told me that this happens at the end of this book. And I'll tell you the book in a second. And I was like, why would I tell you that that happens? You have to read the end of the book. She goes, I can't believe you didn't tell me. I am traumatized. And I was like, well, I mean, isn't that a great book? And she goes, I have a bone to pick with. And then she said the author's name. And I'm like... It's a great book. And she goes, oh, I'm so upset. And then she stomps off. The book was The Outsiders. She's reading the book, The Outsiders. And she goes, I have a bone to pick with S.E. Hinton. <laughs> it was so funny. And have you read? Have you read The Outsiders before? I saw the movie, and I remember we were assigned a reading assignment. I remember holding the book in my hand, but I don't think I read the book. Oh, I, you didn't? I, I, no, but I remember being in school when I saw the movie. I'm trying to think of how is does uh, again no spoilers. <laughs> yes, please don't say. Please don't um, say. I'm putting what I think happened. <laughs> what is the book that either traumatized you or that you just will remember forever? Seven oh two three six four ninety four hundred. Dear God, no, that's, right? Isn't there a scene or something happens? Uh, that's not what she said. Um, but I guess in so many words, um, that is in the that is in the Outsiders, though, right? If you've seen The Outsiders, that, that's what she said to what? me. What? You don't remember that? I do not. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's been a while since I've seen the movie. Well, I think, I, I, that, that What you wrote happens to one of them. Okay. Oh, my gosh. These Outsiders have a rough life. I mean, but yeah so anyway it traumatized her she was so upset last night she's like i can't believe you didn't tell me i'm like i would why would i ever tell you the ending of a book i'm i'm like this this is the joy of reading i'm so glad you read it that's one of my favorite books of all time i'm like you now experienced 
one of the great books, greatest books ever. I love that book. And uh, and I'm like, now you at some point should watch the movie. See if you like it as much as the book. I, I personally like the book better, but now you can watch the movie. And she's just like, oh, I can't believe it. But I remember reading The Outsiders for the first time when I was a kid and same reaction. I was just like, whoa. I, I just couldn't believe it. And so it was cool to see her just really get worked up over a book mm-hmm. and, and to see her read and really enjoy a story. Um, is there a book that you either was traumatized by, you were traumatized by, or you you just still remember to this day? 702-364-9400. Our boss made a comment about a Judy Bloom book the other day, and he, he made a comment about, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Oh, and I'm like... Book. I'm like you. You same you. You read that book? Yeah, I read all the Judy Bloom books. Yeah, I was like, well, I thought that was just a book for like that girl, little girls read. I'm like, that's awesome. You read that. That was that's how I learned about like what happens to girls at a young age. I was too scared to ask my mom, and that's where I first learned about it. I'm like, that is fantastic that you knew about that book. My sister had all the Judy Bloom books, and they were always lying around. I remember reading that one, not knowing what was going on. Like, I'm sorry, reading this thing. What? Who? What? What is this? What are some of the other ones that you had, Judy Bloom? Blubber. Blubber. Yeah, I read Blubber. That was another one. I think we were all required, boys and girls, to read Judy Bloom in my my school growing up. Because I read them all. I remember reading all the Judy Bloom books. Didn't read The Outsiders, but I read Blubber. There was, uh, what what were some of the other Judy Bloom? Super Fudge? Yes, that was, uh, was that, that was about bullying, wasn't it? I, oh man. I think the one had a bullying message. I, I think so. Um, what else? 702-364-9400. The, the books that you will never forget as a kid. So, uh, let us know what it was for you. Let's talk to, uh, Natalie. Natalie, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what was it for you? Oh, the traumatizing book was Where the Red Fern Grows. Oh my gosh. I remember that one. What was that I about? ended up crying in the classroom. I had put my sunglasses on, and my teacher called me out, like, take your sunglasses off. And I, I walked over to her, and I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> that was about the, the boy and his uh, his two dogs, his two hunting dogs. Oh, great. Do you remember that one? I, I remember the name, but I don't remember the book. Oh, man, now I'm having flashbacks. Natalie, thank you so much. Oh, that was a, that was a great one. Uh, this one... This text says, Tales of Fourth Grade Nothing was Judy Bloom. Yes, that yep. was another one. I forgot that one. Uh, this one says, I was ter- traumatized reading Bridge to Terabithia. I did read that, but I forget. I forget what oh, I forget what happened in that one. This one says, I was annoyed at how my sister's keeper ended. It is different from the movie. I read that book, too, but I also forget that. My sister's keeper. Did you read that? I didn't. Did you read um, The Giving Tree? The giving tree. It was with the kid who was like friends with the tree, and he like he cut the limb off, the one branch off to build something, and then he cut something else off. So and, was that Shel Sil- Silverstein? Yeah, I think it was. He, yes. just, he kept chopping stuff off yes. the tree. I'm going to make a canoe. I mean, he built everything for this tree. His friend was a tree. Next thing you know, it's left it's just a stump. Oh yes, now I remember. Right, that. I, I was angry oh. at the kid. He kept taking from that tree. What a kind poor tree. tree. Oh. And, and then the kid wasn't he, like an old man, but the tree was there as a stump for him to sit on. He was always giving. The poor tree. Uh, so many texts coming in. Of Mice and Men. Old Yeller. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, that was a good one. Mocking Jay. 
Mockingjay. This is this one says I threw Mockingjay by Suzanne Collins at a certain point. That's pretty intense. Kids killing kids. That's pretty intense. That was. You know? Yeah. Oh man. I also read uh, all the Sweet Valley High books. <laughs> <laughs> I love those. We have the dirt coming up in about 10 minutes. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Back in February, the weekend was in Las Vegas celebrating his birthday, and, and that included a, sh- a trip to a strip club with Drake and Future. Well, a 24-year-old named Julia, who works at one of these clubs, shared how much money she made from working in a private room for the guys. How much do you think 24-year-old Julia made in one night working for the weekend, Drake, and Future? Uh, for the whole weekend? For one night. Oh, one night. Yeah. For the weekend. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um, one night, $50,000. Oh, $13,000. Oh, wow, I overestimated them. <laughs> <laughs> but still, that's very good. That's great. Any ladies, What's a, is that a big night, $13,000 with three? That, to be honest, three celebrities like that, that does seem kind of low. It d- I, I really thought that they would spend a lot more than that. The three of them, like they both, they all three sound like really big spenders to me. Mm-hmm. That seems very low. But that's for one person. Maybe they spread that money out amongst oh, more girls. So maybe there was more. Maybe it was closer to, to fifty thousand. Maybe and they had spread it out amongst five ladies or four ladies or something. Maybe she said she had to be handpicked from a line of girls wanting to go into the private room that evening. Handpicked. Oh, man. I shall take you, you, and you. Come into my private room, ladies. You really have to develop a thick skin to be in that uh, industry. I right? like, do it. Nope. Not you. Bye. Okay. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, I'll be outside. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, that's got to, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? Yeah. You, you, you really got to be tough. Hey, Drake, here's the line of the ladies. Who do you want? I'll take one, four, and six. The rest of you get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Olivia Rodrigo, she kicked off her Sour World Tour. She kicked it off Tuesday in Portland. She'll be here in May at the Cosmopolitan. And it looks like she's doing a couple of covers during her show. She did a cover of Avril Lavigne's Complicated. Take a listen to that one. And then she did Veruca Salt's Cedar. All these recorded on a cell phone, but. I wonder if, like, you know, the young girls that hear that think, like, I love this new song called Cedar by Olivia Rodrigo. And it's like, no, that's Veruca Salt. Classic from the 90s. (laughs) Yeah. Chris Rock, he did a surprise set at the Comedy Cellar in New York City earlier this week, and he kicked it off by telling the crowd that he would not be talking about the slap. Instead, he wanted to workshop his material because, quote, all of a sudden, people cared about his shows. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's so messed up. He was selling good tickets, but yeah, after that slap, we talked about it. The ticket, the, the ticket prices skyrocketed for his shows. Now everyone's expecting to hear about it, and they're not going to get any yeah. of it. Gwen Stefani was on with Ellen, and they played Burning Questions. This was interesting. Gwen was asked, what movie role have you auditioned for that people would be surprised to know? And here's what Gwen Stefani had to say. Mr. and Miss Smith. Angelina beat me. Wow. Yes. That could have gone a whole different <laughs> that way. That could have been a different story. 
Oh, yeah. Could you see Brad Pitt and Gwen Stefani together? Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Where would her career go? I think she would keep singing. Would people be mad at her? Because people were mad at Angelina oh, when that yeah. went down. They were big time mad. Why were they know. mad at her, not him? I, that's how it always works, JC. You haven't learned the rules of life. Always get mad at the woman, never the man. Hey, seriously. It's always the woman who's the seductress and takes the man away. The man never has a choice in it. He's just wooed by her. He can't make the choices. It's not his fault. Angelina, I can't say no Come to your advances. On. Yes. I mean, we did that wrong, America. We really did. We should have been mad at Brad Pitt the entire time. <laughs> he, did. he had no say in the matter. It was all her. Stop, Angelina. Stop. Coming up next hour, those tickets for you to see the Eagles. We have them at 825. Let's get back to more Mercedes in the morning. I like to listen in the morning and uh, while I'm driving to work. On Mix 94.1. All right. It's 730 Thursday and that means uh, it's a perfect time for JC to come up with another one of his quizzes. <laughs> this, uh, this sounds hard though. I don't know about this. I know you like to quiz me on my musical knowledge yes. all the time, but this is a new spin that I don't think I'm prepared for it really uh, because i have no music to base this off of nothing and no rhythm either nothing at all just well we just knew lyrics. i had no rhythm but come on <laughs> this is the computer have to get personal <laughs> didn't mean for the attack right there <laughs> uh the computerized lyrics game so i saw that i'm not gonna say who it was from but i, I was looking around the, online and i saw this interesting article about the best pop songs of all time and it was, it was a very popular publication, and it was the people that work at this publication put out this list. So it was the personal opinions, and they came up with the best pop songs of all time. Okay. So I have them here, but I've, I've computerized the lyrics. So I'm going to play the opening lyrics to the, the song, and you have to identify what song it is. Oh, so, okay. So it's computerized voice. Yes. No music, no no artists. It's just like like Siri saying the 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 lyrics to yep, you. exactly oh, exactly okay so i'll start on the easy side okay. so th- th- let me start with this one right here this is i think this is an easy one i, th- I think we'll get it i got my driver's license last week just like we always talked about cause you were so excited for me to finally drive up to your house <laughs> but today i drove through the suburbs crying cause you weren't around well, that's, yeah, that one was easy. That is Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Okay, all right. Yeah. Very good, very good. See where we're going with this? See where we're going hearing, with this? Hearing an older man say those lyrics, it just, it, it has, it kind of has a different meaning. It, it, it It's a new story when he says it, though, yeah. you know? Creeper. Yeah, like, whoa, okay. <laughs> Took you a while to get that driver's license. <laughs> I waited 40 years to get my driver's license. All right, now we're going to get some harder ones. Okay, here, here okay. It is. Here's the next one. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you something you think you'll understand when I say that something I want to hold your hand. Is it, um, I want to hold your hand by the Beatles? Can I play it again? Uh, yeah, I'll tell you something you think you'll understand when I say that something I want to hold your hand. Oh yeah! Okay, okay. Tell you something. It's helpful when the title of the song is in the lyrics. So. Oh, I didn't think of that. Uh-oh. As the title of the song in all of these? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Guys, know. let's just listen for the title of the song. Oh, dang it. Here is the third one. You're two for two. Here's okay. the third one. They told him, don't you ever come around here, don't want to see your face. You better disappear. The fires in their eyes and their words are really clear. Oh, I feel like I do know that. They told him. Don't... Can, can you do that one more mm-hmm. time? 
They told him, don't you ever come around here don't wanna see your face, you better disappear the fires in their eyes and their words are really clear. Oh man, okay, I think you, you may have, uh, I think you may have stumped me here. They told him, don't you ever come around here? Oh gosh, it's like on the tip of my tongue. Steph, do you know this one? They told him, don't you? Is it is it something by Queen? I don't know why I'm getting a Queen vibe from that. Let me give it to you again. They told him, don't you ever come around here, don't want to see your face. You better disappear the fires in their eyes and their words are really clear. 702-364-9400. Does anyone else know that? Um, oh, like it's on the tip of my tongue. That one. That one is really, really bothering me because I feel like I do know it, but I'm having a hard time with it. Steph, do you know it? I know it only because I helped JC put them in. So that oh, yeah. would be unfair. Yeah, the honesty. Yeah, the honesty. So uh, I do know it, yes. Someone just texted, so I'm going to go based on their answer. Is it beat it? They told him, don't you ever come around here, don't want to see your face. You better disappear the fires in their eyes and their words are really clear. <laughs> You guys are amazing. Nice job. Okay, I didn't know that. That was purely from the the help of our friends on the text line. Um, keep helping. Keep helping. Yeah, you guys are line awesome. Line us some lifelines. Line us oh, some lifelines. Oh my gosh, you guys are great. That was good. Oh, I felt like yeah, it was right there, but I I couldn't I couldn't get a grasp on it. That was good. That it's was a little good. bit harder when the title is not in yeah. the opening line. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here's the next one. Here's the thing. We started out friends. It was cool, but it was all pretend. Oh, man, I know this. Here's the thing. We started out friends. It was cool, but it was all pretend. Here's the thing. It was cool, but it was all pretend. What the heck? Here's the thing. We started out friends. It was cool, but it was all pretend. You have it there with the opening, that opening first couple of words. Here's the thing. We started out friends. It's all pretend. Here's the thing we started. Here's the thing we started out friends. It was cool, but it was all pretend. Yeah, yeah. Since you've been gone, <laughs> get your brain working, doesn't thank it? Thank you, thank yes. you. Okay, got that one. Okay. Uh, oh, this next one's gonna be hard. Oh no, this is gonna be a this hard. This is hard. One. You're getting them. This next one, that where am I going? Okay, let me go to number five. Here. Okay. This is gonna be. Uh, this is gonna be a hard one. I, I love the colorful clothes she wears and the way the sunlight plays upon her hair. I hear the sound of a gentle word on the wind that lifts her perfume through the air. <laughs> oh my gosh. What? I, I love the colorful clothes she wears and the way the sunlight plays upon her hair. I hear the sound of a gentle word on the wind that lifts her perfume through the air. It's an older song. Is it another Beatles song? No, it is not a Beatles, but it's it, it's back in that day. Well, a little bit later than the Beatles, but but their older song. Oh gosh! And his guys too. The Glenn Miller Band. <laughs> what the heck? Why are we going to that far back? This is what they put on the uh, the the writers. It's from Billboard magazine. I'm not really but the, the writers of Billboard magazine got together and came up with their favorite pop songs or the best pop songs of all time. Okay, I think we have someone on the line that might know it. Can you play it one more time? Yeah, here we go. I, I love the colorful clothes she wears and the way the sunlight plays upon her hair. I hear the sound of a gentle word on the wind that lifts her perfume through the air. I, I have no clue. Sandy, do you know this one? 
Is it the Beach Boys? What song? Good Vibrations? Is it the Beach Boys? Good Vibrations? Uh, yeah! What? I love the colorful clothes you wear. Sandy, how did you know that? <laughs> oh my gosh! I guess it's my era. That is fantastic! You got it. You got it. Honestly, if you would have played the beginning of the song, I still wouldn't have gotten it. <laughs> I didn't even know the words to this song. I know the good, 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 good vibrations, but that was, oh, that um, was tough. That was a good one, though. You know what? Let me do one more. Let's try, try oh. to, this is, this is going to be a real hard one. You thought, oh. you thought Beach Boys was hard. Okay. Kind of get yourself in that mindset. It's it's Just get your mindset. It's a group of guys. I'll give you a little hint. Group of guys. Yeah. Okay. It's old. Hold on. Bring this down here. Smooth like butter, like a criminal undercover gone pop, like trouble breaking into your heart like that. Ooh. Smooth like butter, like a criminal undercover <laughs> BTS. Like butter, like criminal. There you go, we end oh, on the high, we end on the high. Oh, you just put a big giant smile on my face, thank you for that. Yeah, not bad, you got, I think you got half of them, I wasn't keeping track, but you, you did well. <laughs> that was fun, that is a real tough game though, That and you guys are impressive. I, I'm looking at the text lines and... You guys, everybody knew good vibrations. Like people were texting. I just have oh, to yeah. look at the text lines. You guys know someone put "hot in here." By <laughs> Nelly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We have the uh, we have incoherent coming up. That's kind of a warm warm up. Incoherent. We have that coming up at eight o'clock. And up next is the hot three. What do you got for us? All right, we're going to talk about opening day for baseball. What teams fans spend the most on alcohol at games? and why it could mean something for Las Vegas. We'll explain. Also this morning, what are the best cities for brunch? And is it cheating to date two people at once if you never agreed? It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. MLB's opening day is today, which means fans of all teams believe there's at least a small chance that there could be a magical year ahead of them, except for maybe the fans in Oakland where they have treated, traded everyone away, which is why it isn't shocking to hear that A's fans maybe have a few drinks. Or a lot of drinks at games. In a new survey from Finance Buzz, the average Oakland A's fan spends roughly $58 on alcohol while at a game, which is more than any other team, which could mean something if the rumors are true that they may be coming to Las Vegas. Yeah, that'd be great. Will that continue? Who knows? That remains to be seen. The St. Louis Cardinals fans are second with a booze spend of $53, followed by fans of the Texas Rangers uh, at $42, followed by the Cubs. At $40 and the Chicago White Sox at $39. The league average is $27.77. Detroit Tigers fans spend the least on alcohol at just $15 per game. Tiger fans uh, also spend the least on concessions as a whole at just, quote unquote, just $52. That's because they're so expensive. $52 was probably literally just a hot dog and maybe some popcorn <laughs> or something. But the biggest spenders on concessions are in the Bay Area. Oakland fans uh, are, are also dropping the most, $134 per game, followed by Giants fans, L.A. Angels fans, Texas Ranger fans, and L.A. Dodger fans. If the A's come to Las Vegas, Oakland's going to hate us. Take the football team, take the baseball team. Yeah. What, what else can we take from, from Oakland? We'll they, take it. Yeah, I think, I think they already probably 
hate us. So it's like, oh, might as well just pile up on them. Why not? Are you following that storyline of the baseball team? Because I'm not following it. I just see little tidbits on the news and stuff. They're still talking about potential stadium locations. So there's a story that they had a potential site, I want to say, between the South Point or out by the South Point. But they want it more in, in the major strip quarter. They want it closer to the action was one of the stories that I saw in the whole thing. I haven't seen anything else on it either. I haven't been following it. But, the, I mean, baseball is my favorite sport. I would love to see baseball here. I, I mean, oh, that would be so exciting and see all the different teams coming in here. And, oh, that would be so awesome. Well, here's the thing. They said the stadium would be, this new story I saw this week, 35,000 people it could, it could seat. And they want it closer to the, the strip in that area because they're afraid that Las Vegas alone wouldn't support a baseball team, that they needed to be closer to the main hotels because majority of attendees at the game would be tourists. They kind of said the same thing about hockey. And look how that is. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, that is majority locals. Mm-hmm. There, I will say that there's a lot of people that do come in. I see a lot a strong a strong fan base. Well, sometimes I wonder if they're you know when we're playing another team, you see a lot of their fans there. But then I'm like, well, do you actually live here when you were a fan before they came here? Yeah, there's a like, there's a lot of Edmonton Oiler fans that live here. Tons of them. Oh, is there? When we played them, and I was like, oh, you're from Edmonton. They're like, nope, live here. Oh. H- Henderson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, they they were big fans before hockey even came to Las Vegas. So, um, Also this morning, April is National Brunch Month, so a new study looked at the best cities in America to get your brunch on. Looked at things like how many brunch places there are, how expensive it is, how good the reviews are, and how often people go to brunch. Here are your top five. New York was number one. It's expensive, but there are just so many options for it. It was followed by New Orleans, Chicago, and Las Vegas. Number four in the country for brunch, followed by Orlando. What's your take on brunch? I don't like it. I don't either. <laughs> I, I, it's it's too big of a meal in the middle of the day, mm-hmm. and you get drunk, and then you just want to go home and sleep. That's for me, at least. <laughs> I'm the, yeah, let's do brunch at 11. Okay, am I not supposed to eat before 11? I'm still going to eat a breakfast. I wake up at yeah. 5 or 6. I'm starving. I still eat a big breakfast. Then you get there. It's 11. They got a bunch, a bunch of breakfast stuff. But my mindset is lunch stuff. And the same thing. I feel like I got to overindulge because I'm paying for this brunch. You get full. And if there's, yeah, champagne or something, next thing you got a headache and the day's ruined. It's a, it's a big commitment brunch. I just rather, like, let's just go out to breakfast instead. Yes. Let's just go a couple hours earlier and go out to <laughs> And you can still have some champagne. You can still have a mimosa. Let's just do breakfast. You can have your champagne and I got my coffee. Yes, there oh, you go. Good. Finally, this morning, here's a dating question. Um, kind of surprised at how divided people on, are on this, though. Is it okay to date two people at once if you never agreed to be exclusive? Or is it still cheating? Over 20,000 Americans were polled. 48% of people say it's not cheating. So roughly half of people say you can date two people at once as long as you didn't explicitly say you're exclusive. 30% disagree, though, and think it does count as cheating. If you're dating other people, you need to be upfront about it no matter what. What do you think? Depends how far into the relationship you are. If you've been seeing each other for a couple of months, I would assume there's an exclusivity has been implied with the amount of time you're hanging out. I would like that conversation to be held. Um, so she's not dating someone else. I, I've never dated two people at once. Have you? No, I never have. Like even when I'm first starting a relationship, like I, like once I first started you know, seeing a girl in you know, a couple dates, like I didn't worry about anyone else, but focused on her. But like I'm trying to think, and what do you guys think? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. I 
I think that if it's in the early stages and maybe you're just like, maybe you met a couple of people on Tinder or something, you're like, okay, I'm going to go out with this guy this day and this guy this day and this guy this day. I don't think you have to tell them, hey, I went out with a guy named Steve yesterday and I'm going out with a guy named Bob tomorrow. Um, But if you're maybe a couple months into it, like you said, and I think it would be respectful to just be like, yeah, I I am dating. Mm, that's going to be awkward. But I think you should say something that I'm dating other people. You don't have to say specifically who it is. But at some point, I think you should kind of let them know, don't you? Yeah, oh yeah. Did you and Matt have it? Were are we exclusive conversation or just kind of evolved to you two being exclusive to each other? Um, it just kind of happened because again, neither one of us were focused on anyone else. Mm-hmm. It just kind of happened, but. It wasn't. There wasn't like, will you be my boyfriend? Would you be my girlfriend? We were just like, okay, we're boyfriend and girlfriend one day. <laughs> what about you guys? Same thing. Laura and I just evolved into you know boyfriend and girlfriend, and here we are now. Um, but I go back to like my first serious girlfriend. I think I was eighteen or nineteen at the time, and I did like a whole speech. So stupid. Oh gosh, give us a speech. <laughs> no, What's well, her name? Andrea. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> <laughs> We're at my buddy Jeff's house when I gave her the speech. I love Jeff's house. This is such a great house. Yeah. Oh, hi. It's me, Andrea. How are you? Well, Jeff's, I remember so vividly, Jeff said, oh, JC, your girlfriend's here. And so Jeff said it out loud, and she goes, oh, is that what you, how you think of me? Oh, is that how you think of, wait. <clears throat> oh, is that how you think of me? It is. I, I really enjoy your company being around with you. I, I just really enjoy my time with you. Yeah, so I, I, I want to tell people you're my girlfriend. Is that okay? I have to think about it. <laughs> okay. So what, did, what did she say? She said, yeah. Oh, she said, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, so sorry, sir. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're boyfriend, girlfriend then. What'd she say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, Jeff's dad is out. He's got a keg downstairs. You want to go drink? Yeah. No, she didn't oh, say that. shoot. She dropped this bomb on me. Ready? Ready for this? 19-year-old JC... Jeff's dad's out of town, keg in the basement. She just said she'd be my girlfriend. I say that you want to go, you go downstairs and have a drink? Guess what she said? I don't drink. I'm allergic to beer. I don't want to be your boyfriend anymore. I changed my mind. <laughs> can, I, can, I just, can I backstab that whole thing we just said? <laughs> Stop. Rewind. <laughs> hey, JC, your girlfriend's here. She's not my girlfriend. <laughs> That's not my girlfriend. We're just friends. We're just friends and hang out a lot. She's allergic to beer. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, that I married a girl who's allergic to dairy. <laughs> you can't find someone that's just not that can eat anything she wants oh my gosh what's wrong with you criteria allergy free wife (laughs) oh that's good oh that's all I that was the last one okay you ready for this it's Thursday morning and this is a fun tradition incoherent can you guess the gibberish last week was filled with controversy there was controversy we had we had uh, our wrong fingers and we had we had like the what what is the I'm trying to look at where we are as far as what the standings are. I think we're tied. We're all tied. Board, okay, because yeah. we had the wrong standings too. We hadn't given Steph a week that she deserves, so it's four to four to four. It's basically we're starting from scratch here. Someone's going to pull into the lead this week. Um, JC, you got to watch your finger placement on the cards. That was a whole disaster. In coats coming up next. 
Mix 94.1, it's 8.03, it is Thursday, and that means it's time for Incoherent. Can you guess the gibberish? This is a game that we play every Thursday. It's actually based off an actual game. Uh, you can buy the non-safe version, and we play the family version, safer radio. Um, the score right now is 4-4-4. Four to four to four. We are all tied. There was some controversy last week. Uh, JC was holding the cards for Steph, and she could not get this one particular card. Um, she just spent so much time on it. She didn't pass. Everyone was like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? And it turns out he was holding up the card, and she he was covering one of the words, and that is why she could not get it. That was a whole big mess. She, we ended up giving her another turn, but it didn't help. Guess who ended up winning yes, last week? Me! Whoa. Funny how that works out. And then we gave Steph, she did get one right in her 30 seconds. We gave her a chance for a redo, and she got zero right. <laughs> it was a rough week. It didn't help. It Nothing was rough. Helped. Yeah, it was a scandal. Clean slate this week. We're all back at square one, and uh, we're ready to go. So since you won last week, JC, that means you get to go first this week, uh-huh. and you get to pick who holds your cards. Well, I think revenge <laughs> might be in the factor, so I'm going to go with you, Mercedes. <laughs> oh, okay. No revenge here. I know you're a very sweet girl. You would never do that. Uh, all right. So I've got your cards all set, ready to go. 30 uh, seconds will be on the clock, and I'm allowed one pass. Yes. We start <clears throat> now. Hint turn Ed Rolls. Hint turn Ed Rolls. E- egg Rolls. Hint turn Ed Rolls. Head Rolls. Hint turn Ed Rolls. Pass. Picking Keen Potum. Pick Keen Knee. Potum. Pick keen knee potum. Pick keen knee potum. Bikini bottom! Yes! <laughs> garble, garble karaoke. Garble karaoke! Yes! Oh! I'm sorry, I just had to laugh. I thought I was like, oh, look at this instant karma. But you did good. You, did you got good. two. You got two. I pulled two out there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay, so do you want to go back and try to figure out this one here? The, the first one that you did not get? Hint, turn, Ed rolls. Ed rolls. Hint turn. Intern? Head. I don't know. Hint? Give me a hint. AKA online bullies. Internet trolls. Yes. Interesting. Oh. Interesting. All right. All right. I feel good, good with try, two. Good try. Good try. Yeah, you got two. That's very respectable, JC. All right. Very nice. So that means uh, since. I did the the cards. It's my turn to go. So, yeah. Steph, you've, you're oh, holding yep. the cards for me. And by the way, a couple people last week just came up and they said, this is the game that they're screaming at the radio because they hear us say it properly. They're I like, know. internet trolls, internet trolls. <laughs> Bikini bottom. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay 30 seconds ready? on the clock. Yeah. Just for the record, even though I wasn't involved in the controversy last week, um, I, th- I think I still got zero. I, you did? I was just, yeah, I, you I've did. been like not good at this at all. This I was is your like, week, Mercedes. Oh, I feel it. I feel we'll it. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Here okay. we go. Ready? You start now. Elhen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. Yes. Um, I use your Rinside Forza. Use your inside voice. Yes. Um, Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. Yes. Um, Borheed Dope. Bore he dope pole. Pass. Um influencer. Influencer. Yes. Um Hemma. Oh! Wow. Was that three? Four. Four. This Whoa. one one more 
time. Try it again. Boar heed dope pole. Boar heed dope pole. JC, maybe? Boar heed. Boar heed dope pole. Your hint is from Chipotle. Boar heed dope pole. Oh, burrito bowl. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, but four is respectable, <laughs> my friend. Job. I just I'm happy I got one because I am not Holy cow, that's great. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Oh, so here I'm we go lose. again. Yeah. Oh, JC's holding my card. Yeah, JC, oh, just boy. a hint. Yeah, yeah. Hold them like this. Or okay. at the blue, you see that color? Oh, oh yeah, just go at the okay. very bottom. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> yes, mom. Okay, guys. All right, Steph, I want to get everything ready for you. Okay. I'm not messing anything oh, up. I feel it. Okay. okay. You can do this, Steph. I'm holding Woo! the card probably the first time. I'm cheering for you. Thank you. you. start now. Uh, Rice Krispies, Rice Krispies, Dur Heats. Dur Heats. Rice Krispie Treats. Yes. Or 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 rank go gooden or rank 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 pass. Muhalam Muhalam Drive, Muhalam Dilly, Muhalamidali, Muhalamidali. What? I said Mulholland Drive right away like I was so confident. What's that? That's like on Family Feud. Jose. (laughs) (laughs) Mulholland Drive. I got it. Okay. Muhammad. Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Muhammad Ali. Mulholland Drive. Did you pass on one? I did. I passed on the second one, I believe. Let me get it here. It's this one here. Anyone know it? Or rank Gudan. Is it a person? Orangutan? Yeah. Orangutan. <gasps> Mercedes. Yeah, you nailed it. Wes, what? I just got one. Like Hairy ape. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mercedes. Mercedes. You're yeah. back. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. What happened? That was good. Uh, oh, I'm so happy. I finally got one. I felt like my brain was just like on freeze for the last three weeks. So. Yeah, unfreeze it. You saw oh. it. Four is respectable. Four is oh. good. I feel much better. I was really questioning whether or not this game was something <laughs> I should even try on so anymore. So you take the lead? Oh, yeah. Well, by one. <laughs> Next week is a whole new week. So, yeah. Very good. Oh, I. So we push, pushed uh, this controversy behind us now, it's guys? It's now behind us. I've forgiven every, you, Jason. Thank Everything's you. good? Thank you. I apologize. It's that, okay. It's unintentional last week. You have a lot of things going on. You're pressing buttons. You're making sure everything's good. So I understand you got a lot of things going on, but I do forgive you. Thank I, you. I like this. I like this. This makes me happy. Thank this you. This makes me so happy. Thanks, you guys Mom. Wanna, do you guys want to give like a hug? Yeah. To no. Oh, it's a virtual hug. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll do a little virtual hug. There you go. There we go. All right, this hour, there's tickets for you to go see the Eagles. We got Heads Up. That's coming up next. Your tickets when you win it to go see the Eagles at 825. In 36 hours, you'll be in the same building as BTS. <laughs> Yesterday, I was telling JC, yeah, I, I, it's confirmed I'm getting going to the show. Um, I've got tickets. I'm so excited. Uh, BTS in town for four shows, two this weekend, two next weekend over at Allegiant Stadium. And yesterday, went over to the, the pop-up that they have over at Area 15. And that was so much fun. It was such a cool event. Even if you're not a fan, there was so much to see. That was actually my first time I had ever been to Area 
Area 15. I'd never gone over there before. And so there, there's Area 15. And then there's the, the pop-up event is to the side. And you need a ticket. It's a free event, but you needed a ticket. And um, you had to get them online. And so a couple weeks ago when they opened it up, we you had to pick a certain time. And so our, our reservation was yesterday at around 1130. There was a little bit of a line, but it moved really fast. And then you just you kind of wind your way in through room to room and each room kind of represents something from one of their videos or their albums and there's music and then there's at the end there's a a big area for like food trucks and there's merch and it was just like a party it was so much fun and something I noticed and it I, I, I think there's a lot of fan bases like this which is really cool when you're a part of it who has the greatest fan base like or who has a fan base that is really cool i've experienced this with a couple of fan bases but i have to say the the bts army was just so kind and everyone was so nice to each other and excited for each other and like taking pictures for each other and some girl she uh came up to me she goes do you have airdrop and i was like i do and she's like I took this really cool picture of you that uh, this really cool candid picture of you. You didn't see me, but I was, you were standing here and it just was such a cool picture. And I took this of you. I want to airdrop it. And I was like, wow, thank you. And she's like, no problem. And that that was it. She just aired. I'm like, who does that? Like, that was just really nice. And so I think that BTS fans army has a great fan base. And then, you know, who else has a great fan base? VGK. I love the Golden Knights fan base. The one of the best fan bases ever. They are just so nice. Whenever we go to a game, I love it. Like we score, everyone's high five in each other. Everyone is like so nice. I just have the best time when we go to the games. What about the Star Wars fan base? Star Wars fan base is pretty cool. I mean, I don't have a ton of interaction with them. What do you think? Well, I'm just thinking. I'm thinking of other f- big fan bases that I that I know you're a fan of. I know you enjoy the Star Wars universe and the whole world. What yeah. about what about the Marvel fan base? How does the Marvel fan base compare to the BTS fan base, or is there less interaction with the Marvel fan base? Yeah, I d- yeah, that's a thing. It's like what fan bases do you actually interact with a lot? That's yeah. I don't really go to Marvel events and stuff like that. But I love talking Marvel movies with people when you know. When they come out, mm-hmm. I love when we go to the movies and everyone's excited to be there. There is something that's very exciting about being part of that Marvel universe. What who's has a fan base that's really, really cool, whether it's sports, uh, entertainment, music that you just think they are the nicest fan base. And while we're talking about that. What about worst fan bases that you're just like, oh, get me out of here. <laughs> these are, these fans are the worst. 702-364-9400. Okay, I'll give you a good one and a bad one. Okay, give me a good one. Uh, the good one is the, is the the car community and like car shows. Go to, yeah. go to a car show and you walk up to a car and the car owners are so proud of their work. They've got pictures. You can you can take pictures of the cars. They'll talk to you for an hour if you want to about the backstory on their car. And I've been to some shows where, you know, taking a picture of the guy's like, do you want to sit inside it? I'm like, what? Yeah, are you kidding Aww. me? And you sit inside and, and you hear the stories behind the cars. So I think the car world and car shows, they're really, really nice, good people out there at those car shows. Now, the bad fan base. Oh, this is what <laughs> I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for this one. <laughs> uh, if my mom is listening, I'll get a text oh, message in three, two, now one. I know. Philadelphia Eagles fans, <laughs> if you are a Dallas Cowboys fan. Oh, okay. Oh my, so there's a stipulation. Yeah. Not in general, only no, if you're a I Dallas mean, Cowboys fan. Yeah, Eagles fans are very sweet. But if growing up as a Cowboys fan in Philly, dear Lord, my uncles 
my own blood. They were brutal to me, Mercedes. I, I dreaded going to Thanksgiving dinner at my grandmom's house because the Cowboys would be playing, and the Cowboys would always lose on Thanksgiving. They were bad in the 80s, and they would. I was in tears. I lived at house in tears. The Eagles fans can be very harsh against Cowboys fans. Okay, what's I mean, you say in tears. What's the worst thing they ever did to you? And do you guys agree? Uh, best fan bases, worst fan bases. 702-364-9400. Maybe you're an Eagles fan, and you'd like to defend yourself. Please let us know. You can text us also at that number. What You, you left in tears. Why? What did they do that was so horrible? My Uncle Ron punched me in my head. What? He said, Cowboys stink. He threw a beer in my face and they slapped me. No. Just, <laughs> I actually, I, I believed you for a second. Right, because they're pretty harsh. Everyone believed that. They, I don't know. They, I mean, they did. Didn't they throw snowballs with batteries in them at Santa Claus? So I did kind of believe you for half a second. You got it wrong. I think it was just snowballs at Santa Claus. They threw, they threw batteries at the Easter Bunny. Oh, okay. Yeah, two okay. separate incidents. Snowballs at Santa. <laughs> Uh, I remember it was, uh, I remember, what was it? Is the pork chop bowl? Um, that, uh, There's a pork chop bowl? Oh, yeah, the pork chop bowl. That, you know, Cowboys fans are mean ones on that one. Buddy Ryan was the coach of the Eagles. And, you know, Dallas fans, they hated the Eagles. And, like, the week before the game, Buddy Ryan was at a big dinner, and he started to choke on a pork chop, on a bone of a pork chop. He started choking. And they had to get Buddy Ryan, the head coach of the Eagles, the Heimlich maneuver, because he almost died. He choked on a pork chop. And so the Eagles were playing the Cowboys the following weekend, and Cowboys fans, they brought pork chop bones to the stadium. And so when the Eagles took the field, the Cowboys fans started their own pork chops. So all these pork chop bones are landing on the field. And you're complaining about the Eagles? I thought that was classic. Why is it funny when it's your team, but it's but you're complaining that your uncles were mean to you? I left in tears. They were. I was a child. I left in tears, but it's funny when the guy almost died. They're throwing pork chops at him. Hey, wow. buddy, Ryan. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's talk to Wally. Best fan bases, worst fan bases. Our general manager just texted us with the worst fan base, and I want to see if you guys agree with this one. Uh, but, Wally, what do you think? Best fan base, worst fan base? I'd have to agree with the car crowd. They're real proud of their cars, and they really discuss everything up. The worst fan base is the Raiders when it comes to the San Diego Chargers. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a big rivalry there. I would, as a Broncos fan, like to jump on that bandwagon and say that the Raiders fans were never very nice to us Bronco fans either. Um, so I understand what you're saying. And our um, our general manager also said, bad fan base Raiders. He just texted us. Now, obviously, living here, you know, we're very happy that the Raiders are part of this community. What, what do we think? What do we think? Okay, I went to one Raiders game this year, and it was when the Eagles are playing the Raiders. How did that go? <laughs> Everyone was actually very friendly. Did you wear anything Raider or Eagles? I no, I was. Are you kidding me? Go Raiders! <laughs> <laughs> I was the biggest Raiders fan in the building that day. <laughs> My mom wrote me a text message. She said uh, it prepared you for life. <laughs> it did. It, it did. did. It, it made me a man. Yeah, thanks, mom. Um, this text says Chicago Cubs have the best fan base ever. Man, that that is loyalty to a T. I will give you that. Gaming and esports best fan base. Harry Potter fan base is amazing. Oh. My my gosh, you are so right. Uh, this one says, I'm also on a mommy uh, C-section group on Facebook, and it is so helpful, and everyone is so nice. That sounds like a great uh, group. Uh, another one that says Raiders fans are the worst. Ugh, sorry, but go Niners. Another Raiders fans' worst fan base. This one says, flip side to JC, Cowboy fans are horrible for everyone who's not a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Do you want to defend your Cowboys on that one? We're just, a, we're just proud of America's 
team. We're just, I'm sorry if our pride shines through t- too much sometimes. We're just proud of our Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Bill's Mafia. This text says you you cooked food on a Pinto engine, slammed through a table. Most fun fan base. Oh, that sounds like fun. Dodger fans are the best. Also, Dodger fans are the worst. Same text says that in. And then this one says, I've been an Eagles fan since I started dating my fiance about four years ago, and I honestly think they are one of the best fan bases because they're funny. And we have been to games in other cities, and there's also also um, a ton of other Eagles fans. You just yell "Go Birds" when you go past people, and it's amazing. That's from Michelle. Yeah, so there she, you go. She's on the inside. That's why <laughs> you yell "Go Birds." I walk by, they, they throw soda in my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, Mister Mister Pork Chop. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, let's go it back. Toughened you up for life. <laughs> it did. I, let's go back to how this whole thing started. Tomorrow night, I'm excited for you guys. Please take lots of pictures. Oh uh, yes, I will. I'm excited too. I cannot wait. We actually have BTS coming up here in a second and right now we're looking for caller 20 at 702-364-9400 that's you you're playing heads up and we got a great prize for you hey speaking of the eagles <laughs> oh. we, have, we have tickets to the eagles not those eagles these eagles the kind that sing it's the final hotel california show 2022 at the mgm grand garden arena on may 28th and we have your tickets right now all you have to do is be caller 20 and pick your category pick your partner you get six answers in 60 seconds. You win. Simple as that. Caller 20 is playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, Jessica, you're Caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? I am, I am. All right, let's get you your categories. Do you want to go with Filmmaker? Or fresh tomatoes? Let's go fresh tomatoes. Fresh tomatoes it is. Okay, so fresh tomato day was yesterday. These are all foods that would have tomatoes in them, okay? All right. All right. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jessica? Hello? Hi. (laughs) Jessica, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Oh, more. I'm going to go with Sadie. Okay. Right, me, right, right, right. me, me, me. <laughs> right, I was like, it's a tough choice. <laughs> you got to think about it. What are your options? All right. 60 seconds on the clock, Jessica. Get six correct. You're going to go see the Eagles. You start now. Campbell's makes this. Soup. Yes. Soup. Yes. Um, at a Mexican restaurant, you might have chips and dip it in this. Salsa. Yes. Uh, you might put this on your hamburger. Not mustard, but... Ketchup. Yes. Um, uh, spaghetti is a kind of what? Pasta. Yes. Um, Subway makes these. Sandwiches. Yes. Um, this is a drink you might have for brunch with a celery stick in it. Um... Yes. Um, Bloody Mary. Yes! Yeah. You got it! <laughs> Woo! Jessica, congratulations! Thank you guys so much. Yeah, Jessica, great job. You crushed the category, and you got tickets to go see the Eagles, the final Hotel California show of 2022, MGM Grand Garden Arena. If you want to see the Eagles, we have one more pair tomorrow morning at 825. And then next hour, we've got your tickets to go see Aerosmith, and we're doing those at 940. 
Mix 94.1. It is 8.43. It is Thursday, almost to the weekend. Are you a picky eater in general or just picky about anything? Like, it doesn't have to be food related. Maybe you're picky about the way you like things to be. Maybe you like your shoes a certain way. You're picky about the way your, your clothes hang. Would you consider yourself a picky person? I have picky tendencies. There's certain things in my life as you spread it past food, there's certain things that I am picky about. Yes, there are picky tendencies within inside me. You? I, I'm not a very picky person. I really am not. There's a running joke in my house. It's like, if we ever go out to dinner, you three decide because I'll just go wherever. It's I, I'll always find something that I can deal with. But the, there is something I am picky about, and that is candy flavors. So I don't, I don't do a lot of candies, but around Easter... Uh, I always feel like the best candies come out and I kind of have this weakness for there's these starburst jelly beans. We tasted those Skittles jelly beans. Mm I wasn't really a big fan of those, but starburst makes a a jelly bean that I only see around the holidays, honestly, or around Easter. So my husband would always get them. But the thing that I would always do is I would pick through them and only eat certain colors. And then we'd have just a bag of jelly beans that I would never eat again and we'd throw them away. So he gets all excited. Yesterday, I get home. He goes, you're not going to believe what I found at the grocery store. I was like, what? He goes, go look over by your bag, by my my work bag with my computer in it. So I go and I look and there's a bag of jelly beans. I'm like, oh, yay, Starburst jelly beans. Thank you so much. He goes, no, look at the bag. And I look at the bag and it says all reds. And I'm like, what? Those are the only flavors I eat are the red ones that they had the cherry and the strawberry in there. This one had watermelon, cherry and strawberry. I'm like, they make all red Starburst jelly bean bags now. He goes, can you believe it? He goes, now you're not going to waste any more of the other ones and throw them away. I'm like, this is amazing. He goes, of all, he goes, of all the things to be picky about, I never thought you would be picky about jelly bean flavors. I was like, I know. I It's weird. I, I don't know why it bothers me, but I only like the red ones. So that's my thing that I'm picky about is jelly bean flavors. I only like the red ones for some reason. And now I get an entire bag of them. I know that's probably probably bad now. Now because I always kind of felt good about it. I'm like, well, at least I'm not going to eat the whole bag. I threw the rest away, but now I'm like, oh great, now I'm going to eat the whole now bag. you're eating more. <laughs> but okay, so what what are you picky about? Is it like Mercedes certain jelly beans? Is it something else? You, like she said, the way you hang stuff up in your closet. Seven oh two three six four ninety four hundred. I'm, I guess it's more of like a clean freak, but I'm just very particular about the way things are in our house, and they have to be a certain way before I go to bed every night. Because Laura, she'll go to bed with a couple things out. I'll get it in the morning. I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to come down in the morning to a clean house, a clean kitchen. Everything needs to be clean and set in a certain spot. They all have their spot on the kitchen counter. Glasses have their spot. And, and man, I sound really weird right now saying all this stuff. The glasses have a certain spot in each cabinet. And if it's not in the, the certain area, and the house is not meticulous when I go to bed, things are just off for me. Do, do you, I mean, that does sound a little obsessive compulsive. Yeah. However, I understand it. I feel the same way. I do not like 
I don't like coming down to chaos. And in that, in my mind, that's what it is. When things are not put in their spot before I go to bed, I feel like that's, it starts my day off on a bad note. Thank Yes, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I like to come down. Everything is right. Everything is, I don't have to come down and put something away or I just want it all to be neat. And so I start my day fresh. Yeah. I'm so with you on that. What are you picky about? 702-364-9400. Uh, Gina, now this is not you. This is your son, right? It is. Hi. Good morning. Morning. What What is he picky about? It's not. I don't know if it's like picky about a certain thing, but anytime he eats like flavored cereal, like Fruit Loops, he'll eat everything else but the purple ones. Only the purple. What is it about those that he won't he won't touch? I don't know. He says it tastes different and he doesn't like them. But I mean, to me, they all taste just like sugar. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I will give you that, JC. You always say oh, all Skittles taste the same. And I feel like those don't. But Fruit Loops, I feel like every single one of those tastes They're all the same, same in your mouth. Yeah. You don't know. Who do you pick? I wonder if he picks before you pour the milk or pour the milk. And it's kind of a game. You got to eat around it. You can't have that purple one. Or do, do you do a pre-pick before you pour it in? Yeah, I I would be like that with the blue ones. I would eat around those. <laughs> Just eat around them. I don't like blue colored things. Yeah, thanks to Gina, Steph. I know you like things a certain way too. You're kind of picky, aren't you? I am a little bit, kind of like JC. It's mine's the bathroom. I always like the shower curtain closed, not a little crack, all the way closed. And for the toilet seat, not the seat down, but the whole cover lid needs to come down because there's so many germs that come out of there if the the cover is open. So if I see it and I tell my husband James. Ah, 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 turn put the lid down put the lid down and he's he didn't get it until moving in with me but because when you flush you want to put the the seat cover down because the germs will all come out i used to be that way too until i woke up in the middle of the night went to the bathroom and i forgot that the seat was down Uh oh yeah i i did that a couple times and i was like no more that stays up lesson learned the hard way yeah that for, was for guys in this situation all of a sudden like wait why is this stuff splashing everywhere <laughs> I know. what's going on in here i'm like why is this so warm <laughs> oh. what am i sitting in Ugh. my feet are what the <laughs> oh. oh leave the lid up <laughs> we have the hot threes coming up next what do you got for us okay we're going to talk about moving from where you grew up how far away do you live from where you grew up also how about alone time do you like to spend time alone how is it different between men and women and a zoo is worried about their teenage gorillas they're spending too much time doing this we'll tell you what it is coming up next in the hot three it's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. All right. So how far away do you currently live from the home you grew up in? If you moved around a lot as a kid, pick the place that you lived the longest. Someone asked Americans, and 57% of us still live in our home state. That includes 33% who still live in their hometown. So for you, it's pretty far, right? Philly to Las Vegas, yeah, twenty five hundred miles is not, yeah, at least twenty five hundred miles. Steph, Chula Vista, is that where you grew up? Chula Vista, gosh, what is that? Almost three hundred miles. Yeah, and then me, Littleton, Colorado. I don't know how many miles, but a lot. Yeah, it's a distance. Yeah, all three of us. That's funny. So some of uh, those people have stayed very close to home. Forty four, four percent overall say they still live in the same neighborhood 
that they grew up in. Another 3% live on the same street and 10% of Americans live in the same home that they were raised in. Most of the people in that last group were still fairly young. 16% of adults under 30 are still living at home. But 3% of seniors said the same. They're still living in their childhood home. So maybe they inherited it. Uh, Maybe they moved back in to take care of their parents. Maybe they never left. On the other side of things, 4% of people say they are in a different country than their childhood home. So that's people who were born elsewhere or Americans who are now living abroad. How are your siblings in relationship to your your house? So my brother closest to me in age, he lives in Albuquerque, New Mexico. My sister, she lives so she lives in Lakewood, Colorado, which is near Littleton. She lives probably about 15 minutes away from my mom. And then Mario my littlest brother, he moved back in with my mom to to do that during the pandemic to help so she wasn't lonely. And now that it's over, he's actually looking for houses. Um, so he's going to be moving out soon. I think they're both sad about it. I think they really enjoy oh, the time I'm together. Sure but yeah, he's he's going to be moving out probably this year. Is he looking to buy a place, buy a house? Yeah. Oh, good yeah, for him. That's yeah. great. It just every time he finds a place, someone buys it. Oh my it. gosh, it, I know. It, it, their housing market is just as crazy as ours. Like he sent me this really nice house and he's like, what do you think of this? I'm going to make an offer. And I was like, oh, this is so nice. I love it. Yes. Put an offer in. And I text him that night. I'm like, did you put the offer in? He goes, yes. And I was like, did you get it? He goes, no, I didn't get it. Someone got it. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. So. By the time we responded, say nice house, someone else had already bought oh, the house. Oh, yeah, it was So gone. fast. Uh, do you like spending time? Do you look forward to spending time by yourself? If you answered yes, the chances are you're a woman. A recent survey discovered 41% of women enjoy or look forward to being by themselves. Do you like being by yourself? I do. I enjoy my JC time. I, I do. If uh, you know, if, if Laura's at the barn, I'm at the house. So yeah, I enjoy time by myself. Um, it's funny. Prior to the pandemic, she'd be out of town. But yeah, I enjoy my, my time alone. She left town for the first time in a long time, just this past weekend. And I was bummed. Like, oh, I just got used to her being around the house all the time. And she's getting ready to travel a lot this summer. So I'll have to get back into getting used to her not being around. Uh, what about you, Steph? Do you like alone time or do you like to be with someone? I love my alone time. I don't get it often. So when I do get it, I'm like, <laughs> ah, alone time. Yes, I love it. You? I'm the, I'm, I'm the only one. I don't like being alone. I hate being alone. Not ever? No. Like, Matt's out. You got two hours to the house to yourself. It. Do whatever you it. want. Some me time. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> I get so lonely. Like, the other day, everyone was somewhere doing something. And I was like... I felt like that. What's that meme that uh, Pablo Escobar meme where he's sitting alone on the swing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I, that was me. I was like, mm. so now what? Like, what do I do? You can watch your shows. You can take a nap with no interruption. I was just so sad. I was like, I don't like being by myself. This is so boring. <laughs> it was so funny. What are you guys going to do in, in the fall? I have another daughter. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Huh? <laughs> that's right. Brooklyn. Sorry. I'll be fine. I have another daughter. But man, that's going to be hard. I know. It is going to be hard. Your first child going away to school. I don't know why they hit me right there. I know. Empty nest syndrome. It's going to come shortly after Brooklyn. <laughs> Dang, Seth. She's still in middle school. Come on. It's going to go by in a jiffy. You just wait. Man, Seth came Give me some time. Stop. That's harsh Stop reality, Seth. Stop my grave yet. Please. Dear Lord. Get ready for retirement. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right. Finally, this morning, one of the biggest challenges for parents with teenagers is my.
monitoring and li- limiting screen time. And it's hard because kids are looking at their devices all the time. And now a zoo is having the exact same problem with their teenage gorilla. Zookeepers at Chicago's Lincoln Park Zoo are concerned about Amari, a teenage gorilla who's obsessed with looking at visitors' phones through the glass. He sits by the glass and guests show him pictures and videos, including selfies, family photos, pet videos, even footage of Amari himself. So what's the problem? Well, they worry that he's becoming antisocial and distracted. For example, last week, another teenage gorilla rushed at him in a show of aggression and Amari didn't even seem to notice. They're concerned that his fascination with phones may make him the target of bullying. Zoo officials have installed a rope to keep visitors and their phones a few feet away from the glass. And they hope that this will help limit Amari's screen time so that he plays and interacts more with the other gorillas. Poor Amari. Think about gorillas, how strong they are, right? Gorilla, yeah. uh, and they don't even work out. Imagine if a gorilla worked out, how strong that gorilla would be. They, they're just naturally that strong. But imagine if a gorilla started bench pressing, doing curls and stuff. They'd be unstoppable. You have, like, CrossFit gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> so do, like, a clean and jerk. What the? You guys get all bumped. Hey, what's going on? Did you do the Fran workout? What was your time? I did it seven minutes, 20 seconds. Can you beat my time? And that wall sits, is that a thing? Being against the wall. Yeah. Man, I'm tight. I'm I'm just, uh, I'm going to do a recovery day today. Sorry. I'm just saying, we're lucky gorillas don't work out. Because some of those gorillas, when they attack, man, they're unstoppable. Imagine if they worked out. We couldn't stop them. Coming up here at 9 o'clock hour, 940, those tickets for you to go see Aerosmith. James Young, Infinity. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Imagine being in your house this nighttime, and you look outside in your backyard, and you see another set of eyes looking back at you. Oh, yeah. Hi, neighbor. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what do you want? Happened to a buddy of mine. He actually he lives in California, but he's, he's redoing his backyard. And they, at the point where they removed, like, they ripped like, everything out of his backyard. So there's nothing back there but dirt. And he's looking out his backyard at night, and he sees like these beady eyes looking back at him. He's like, what is that? Turns on his floodlight. He's got a raccoon in his backyard. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I thought you meant like a neighbor was peeping tomming him. <laughs> no, oh, no, no. oh, my gosh. A raccoon? Yeah, and this is a very brave raccoon because he opens up the door. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Doesn't scare off a raccoon. Raccoon starts approaching the back door, shuts his sliding glass door, and he's got pictures and videos of like the raccoon like up up against the glass looking inside his house. There's, they don't care anymore. They really are not afraid of humans. My mom has, I've told you about the mean squirrel that lives in her backyard before. This squirrel squirrel is so mean. If you go out there and try to shoo him away, he comes right towards you and charges you and is like, and screams at you. He is so mean. So I am not surprised in the least that this uh, raccoon just comes up to the door. Who, not at all. Who's found the strangest thing in your backyard? Animal, whatever it was, 702-364-9400. And when did these things, when did the squirrels turn bad? What in point in that squirrel's life in your mom's backyard did he go from happy-go-lucky squirrels eating nuts, someone says shoo-shoo, he moves, to, you know what, you're not going to shoo me this is my yard baby i blame it on just being too close to people and and food sources being too close to those people my mom has a couple fruit trees in her backyard and so they're out there the fruit trees are out there he knows he's going to get the fruit so he doesn't care he's just like get out of my way and I, I, and sometimes people feed these animals. They think they look so cute, so they leave them food, so then they get used to humans. But as far as the raccoon goes, that's a that's a, a, a scary one 
to deal with because they look so cute. You just want to pick one up and cuddle it. and But then it's like, oh, yeah. This is a dangerous animal. I, sh- I should probably not do that. And look at their claws. Look at their nails. Just they're like daggers. I, I think his story is gone. It was up uh, yesterday. Because um, that's the first thing I noticed on his raccoon in his backyard. Oh, so cute. Come in the house. And then you see those nails on that thing. Ooh. They don't care. Yeah, well, they don't care. They're not getting regular pedicures or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> I'm Thomas, sorry. Your I didn't get my nails done for you, but you know. His wife is nagging him about his <laughs> nails. Look at his nails. You're going out of the neighbor's yard like that. Will you scratch my back? Yeah, of course. Ooh. Oh, I'm so glad you didn't get your nails done. It felt so good. <laughs> what would you do if you saw one? Because it's happening. The mountain lions up in Summerlin. I mean, we're in their turf, but they're they're out there. What would you do if you see a mountain lion in your backyard? Um, get my phone out and record it. <laughs> <laughs> Send it to Vital Vegas and go go viral. I, you know, I I see the the uh, foxes. Are they foxes up there all the time? I think they're dogs sometimes, just running running around. And I'm like, I told you the time. I was like. I'm like, not a puppy. Oh, boy. And shut my door. I thought I was going to take this dog to the shelter. I'm like, oh, this poor dog is running around. And it was not it was not a dog. It was one of the coyotes that are out there. Oh, the coyotes. coyotes, That's what it was. Not a fox. Uh, Yeah, they're running all around. It's uh, but I don't know. These wild animals. There's something in the back of my mind that makes me think, oh, they'll want to be my friends. They'll cuddle up to me. They'll love me. I think the same thing when I saw that bear movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm like, if only you would have approached him in a kind and gentle manner he would have been your friend he would have cuddled you and kept you warm you didn't have to like get in a fight with him you want to do those other things to him oh my gosh that movie that was that was a scary movie but, okay you're you're dicaprio you're out in the wild and this bear comes at you you're gonna be like hey hey bear hi how'd the bear doing the day you know you'd just be non-threatening don't take my advice please if you see a bear just do what you're supposed to do do bear things run away well don't run what what do they say you're supposed to do anyway uh be make as much noise as possible to be louder be bigger yeah try to be bigger than the bear make yourself more larger than life so the bear's intimidated by you versus trying to attack you they said no that's not true it says move away slowly and sideways from a bear? Yes, you're telling people to do the wrong thing. If you see, if a bear is, if you see, if, if you, okay, if he doesn't notice you, don't make noise. Yeah, yeah. If but see, if the bear is stationary and looking at you, it says move away slowly and sideways. This allows you to keep an eye on the bear and avoid tripping. Moving sideways is also non-threatening to bears. Do not run. But if the bear follows, stop and hold your ground. Bears can run as fast as a racehorse, hill and down. Yeah, you're, if, if you're running, that thing's going to catch you. It's going to catch you. You're not going to out, outrun a bear. Can you, like, do that? Whoa! You're like, <laughs> dodge sideways, left, right. Look out, bear. Crawl under their legs. <laughs> Got your nose. <laughs> no, that won't work. Got your nose with the bear. <laughs> He's like, what? As he bites your hand off. <laughs> Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending? Woo! On Mix 94.1. Ed Sheeran is trending this morning. He is officially in the clear, winning his copyright case over alleged plagiarism in his hit song, Shape of You. So yesterday, a verdict was ruled in favor of Sheeran, his co-writer Johnny McDade, and producer Steve McCutcheon. In the ruling, the justice declared that he, quote, neither deliberately nor subconsciously copied a phrase from Sammy Switch's O-Y when writing Shape of You. After the ruling, Ed spoke out on Instagram and here's part of what he had to say. 
Whilst we're obviously happy with the result, I feel like claims like this are way too common now and have become a culture where a claim is made with the idea that a settlement will be cheaper than taking it to court, even if there's no base for the claim. It's really damaging to the songwriting industry. He's got a point there. He also thanked the fans and is glad that we can just move on from this uh, situation. And also all of his royalties during that actual trial, any royalties from Shape of You, that, that account was frozen. So he wasn't getting any money off that, that song while they were going through that whole entire lawsuit. And I, have, I haven't listened to it yet. This is a mashup of the two. To see, see how close they sound. Here's a, a mashup. I haven't listened to it yet, but it says this is a mashup between those two songs. I'm in love with your body. Not really a mashup, is it? I mean, I do hear similarity, but again, it's just... Your songs can sound similar. It doesn't mean they copied you. You know? What was that song from Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Oh, yeah. Oh, the yellow song. Oh, yeah. They could say they kind of copied that off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was. It's from the Oh, yeah, and uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's true. There's there's a lot of possibilities there. So that is trending this morning. Academy is trending. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences is speeding up the process that will determine repercussions to Will Smith's behavior at the Oscars this year. The Academy's Board of Governors is now going to meet tomorrow instead of April 18th to discuss possible sanctions for Smith. The meeting was bumped up given that Smith had already formally resigned from the Academy, meaning that suspension or expulsion are no longer a possibility. They're looking to handle the manner in a timely fashion. They stated that members should act in a manner consistent with good reputation of the Academy. So I don't know what they're going to do. They can't suspend him. They can't expel him because he's already resigned. So how what do you do now? Really? Yeah. And what does it mean if you're out of the Academy? He can still get nominated for a movie. He's because he's not part of the Academy. So if he has another movie next year and just it's just amazing in this film, I think he can still get nominated and win, even though he's not part of the Academy, which is weird to me. Maybe if he does get nominated, they take away that nomination. Oh, yeah. Or maybe not invited then or something. He can't come and give a speech if he wins. Yeah, that's I'm not sure. But either way, uh, they're going to we'll probably know hear more about that tomorrow or this weekend. And then finally, this morning, Cracker Jill is trending. Frito-Lay is introducing a new face to its famous Cracker Jack line. Bags of Cracker Jill will be available at baseball parks across the country starting this week to coincide with today, opening day. Frito-Lay says the addition of Cracker Jill is to celebrate women in sports and also announced a $200,000 donation to the Women's Sports Foundation. Now, it's not a limited edition either. The snacks are going to be a permanent member of the Frito-Lay roster, which is pretty cool. There are five different representations of women on these special edition bags. Um, and to mark Cracker Jill's introduction, the singer Normani, she recorded an updated version of Take Me Out to the Ball Game with some new lyrics. This is kind of cool. Uh, check this out. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jill. No one can stop you if you That's what's trending. 
It's a classic for Matchbox 20. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And it looks like we have Joseph on the phone. Hi, Joseph. Good morning. How are you? We are so great, but you're even better. You're caller 20. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Oh, we're excited for you. You are going to see Aerosmith. Deuces are wild. Las Vegas, their residency at the Dolby Live at Park MGM. Congratulations. That is awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Joseph. Love that you're listening and enjoy that show. We've got more tickets to go see Aerosmith. We'll have them again for you tomorrow morning at 940. And also Heather. She's got a pair for you coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Dooley Pud is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Thursday. We will be back tomorrow for a finally Friday. A lot going on, getting ready for the big weekend. We'll, of course, have the Friday rewind for you in the 9 o'clock hour. We'll be spinning the Oh Wow Wheel. We've got uh, our new categories that we're going to get to. It'll be our second week of those categories. We're going to shuffle them up a little bit, so can't wait for that. And more tickets for you to see the Eagles and Aerosmith to give away during our show, so make sure you listen for that. We've got J-Love on the way next to get you through your work day, and right now it is time for the line of the day. This morning we did the computerized lyrics game. I had a computer voice that read song lyrics, and Mercedes had to identify the song. Let's do one more round here, so let me bring this down here, and I identified this song here, Mercedes. Yo, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Uh, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Spice Girls! If I miss that, that would be very bad. Seriously. Nice job, Mercedes. Oh. I want you to pick one. BTS or Spice Girls? Oh, man. That's not fair. BT Spice Girls. Oh. <laughs> the Spice Girl Army would be sad, but we understand. The Spice Girl Army? Is that a, like a... Is that a thing? They, do they kind of meld into one? I like that. One more thing. What? Isn't JC a cool dude? A cool dude? <laughs> uh, yes. Sorry. I meant douche. Oh, no. You're not allowed. Computerized voice. Computerized voice. You are not allowed to call him that. I will stand up for him. That is not okay. Computerized voice is me. No, I will stand up. No. <laughs> That'll do it for show number. Where are we at? Oh, 1604 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.